Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. And I'm joined here at the studio helm by my brother in the martial arts, Sifu Robert Deal. Sifu Bob, how you doing today? I am doing amazing right now. Amazing. So, I'm doing amazing. So you you know, you've been down here quite quite often actually and and uh-huh. I've always had a big truck. That's mm-hmm. ever since I've known you, that's what I've had. So I mm-hmm. decided I'd go down to a dealership, and I've already set this up. Then they pulled the car off the line so nobody would buy it, because my boss knows, like, the head finance guy for Toyota LA, right? Oh, huh And I went down to Toyota of Hollywood and bought a Prius. Now, oh, right on. I was right on. spending in excess of $20 a day in gas for my truck. Mm-hmm. Dad, and that was just to and from work. And now my calculations, I'll spend about $40 every three weeks. Yeah. Huge difference, right? In the, yeah, and that's only if you go to work and back. You know, even yeah, then. Yeah, that was only go to work and back. Yeah, so, and even then, it's like $40 for like, oh, I don't know, for like, yeah, for almost two and a half, three weeks, if that, you know, that's give or right. take. Now, what's my daughter do? The first thing she does the night I get the car, schedule her driver's appointment for her driver's test. First <laughs> you thing know why she that, does. <laughs> you know why that is? She didn't want to drive that big honking truck. <laughs> I know. So, so now her learner's permit expires in December, right? So okay. We have to look for a DMV in California that's open on a Saturday. There are a few, but they're only open for driver's test appointment, that sort of thing. The closest one we could get was in Lancaster, California. Lancaster is in excess of an hour away from me. Are you serious? Yeah. We tried Glendale. (laughs) They are so busy that the one closest to me had no appointments available at all until after – Till next year. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so she no. got one in three weeks in Lancaster, and it's a tr- this thing has so many functions and Bluetooth. Because I told the guy, I said I have to have air conditioning. I have to have. Well, no, I said I have to have air conditioning. I want yes. navigation and I want Bluetooth. But those are niceties. If it comes with no Bluetooth or no navigation, I'm fine. I have a GPS. He got right. the car with Bluetooth, navigation, AMC, uh, voice activation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, four CD changer. Uh, <laughs> he, he really hooked yeah. up. They dropped their, their, their price to 16 They gave me $2,000 for my truck. That was my down payment. 
Oh, right on. This guy, this guy hooked me up, and the finance guy was was uh, uh, very impressed. A Filipino dude, and you could tell he was he was uh, very. I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to sound weird about it, but you, he still had a strong Filipino accent. Okay. So what did I say? I, I right when right when the transaction was done, I said, you know, I'm going to screw this up. Please bear with me. I said, Maramine Solomon. Yes, you did. And he looks at me. <laughs> I, you know, you could have been nicer than that. <laughs> but, I'm kidding. So he looks at you, and did he give you another? He he he's he said you did actually very well. Thank you. We are actually very very, you know, impressed and very thankful that people actually attempt it. You know, I mean, if, of course I was kidding earlier, but it's like, because it's kind of like, you know, you know, he, you could have just said thanks because we're in America, right? But you know what, what really impresses us is when people recognize that we're Filipino and not Chinese or Hawaiian or, you know what I mean? And it's like, right. yeah, that that rocks. That rocks. He, he, he should Well, I was on my phone. I knew he was almost done. I was on my phone Googling it. <laughs> <laughs> you rock. And that's why and that's why I hang out with you. You you completely rock. But that's cool. You got a Prius. That's why I almost got one. But my my credit was such to where you know they they gave me like a a a dodge a dodge instead. And then even then you know something with my IRS thing and they had to take it back. And I'm like, dang it, I want a Prius. But anyhow, well, the, the one there's a couple things I cannot get used to. For one thing, it's very low to the ground, and my door yeah. because my curb is high. On my uh, in my apartment, the door keeps getting stuck in the ground. Very common. Yeah. Uh, another thing is my uh, truck had automatic lights. Mm-hmm. The Prius doesn't, so I'll forget to turn them on and off when it's at yeah. night. And I always, I still always take my keys out. Now the Prius is set up where it's you've got a remote in your pocket. If it's yeah. if it's in your pocket, it'll unlock the car for you. It'll start the car for you. But damn it, if I don't grab for my keys every time I leave the house. <laughs> Those are the things I just can't get used to. I will get used to them. I just can't. Right you now. will. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's tough. And, you know, like when I started driving trucks again, I was like, whoa, hey, what's going on? Why am I up so high? Oh, <laughs> this isn't so bad after all. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so tune in, uh, keep tuned in listeners. Cause a little bit later, we're going to be talking with James Wilson. He's the producer of the new martial art movie coming out really soon. The martial arts kid. And, and, uh, we'll hopefully be talking to some of the cast members as well as James a little bit later around six thirty. So with that said, let's get moving on with the show. And if you are calling, um, looks like we've got some people on the line already. If you're calling to listen to the show, please sit back, relax, enjoy the show. However, if you want to join us live and talk to us or talk to our guests, just press 1 on your keypad to let us know that you are in the caller queue. Otherwise, we're just going to think that you're listening. All right? All righty. So let's get started. Who do we have for birthdays this week, Sifu Bob? Well, on my end, I have Tony Grandmaster Tony Collins on nine six. That is today. A good friend of ours, Jody Edwards. Her birthday is on the seventh. John Monte, which is a uh, 
Martial arts out of San Diego. Very interesting guy. He used to, used to do live, actually, commercial radio, traffic reports. He was the bodyguard for two very famous people, Muhammad Ali and uh, self-help guru Tony Collins. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tony, I, just, <laughs> I just said Tony Collins. Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. Right That's on. Right. Very uh, we cool. Have, uh, a good friend of my wife's night, Jody Spencer, her birthday is on the ninth. Tim Wesky, which was on our East versus West martial arts show, he was a fencer. His birthday is on the tenth. A good friend of the show, and Justin Harvey, his birthday is on nine eleven. Patrick McDaniel, inductee into the Masters Hall of Fame, and really good friend of the show, his birthday is also on the eleventh. And who do you have for birthdays? I I have a few um, on the sixth uh, today. Today, Professor Al Dacascos, the founder of One Hop Kendo, a branch of Kajikenbo, and on the ninth, that's Wednesday, Anshu Stephen Hayes of Ninjutsu fame, and on the twelfth, that's next Saturday, my Chen Tai Chi sister here in Seattle, Sifu Kim Ivy. And Shirley Keith, they're having birthdays on that same day, the 12th. So for everyone having a birthday that we mentioned, and even if we didn't mention your birthday, have a happy birthday, and here's a little song for you. I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday. I want to wanna help you celebrate. I want to wanna wish you lots of presents. Bossy, bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night Till the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate It's time to bossy, bossy, time to celebrate Well, it looks like we have a caller. You think we should take it uh, before we get into our interview there, Bob? Let's see who it is. Let's see who let's it see is. Let's see who it is. Yeah, let's see who it is. Area code 860. Who are we speaking with? You are speaking with Rich Boyce. Rich Boyce. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. And how about yourselves? We're hanging in there, hanging in there. We're just uh, trying to get through our the first uh, part of our first part of our show, and then later on, we hope to have uh, James Wilson joining us. Yes, and I was talking with Cynthia Rothrock earlier, and and I was told that well, she told me, excuse me, that she was going to be on the show as well. Yeah, yeah. So we're hoping she calls in too. Very cool. Now, I had forgotten, Rich, because I I think you're a friend of mine on Facebook. In fact, I'm pretty sure you are. Well, uh, I forgot. Were you or were you not um, part of the cast on Martial Arts Kid? I'd forgotten. No, I, I'm not part of the cast of the, of the Martial Arts Kid. However, I am very good friends with uh, with Tony Collins and um, and and some other people uh, that, you, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, I haven't met personally. Uh, you know mm-hmm. Cynthia Rothrock or, or James or Don Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. I um, but I'm also very good friends with Bill Wallace, Bill Superful Wallace. He was right uh, he was actually he told me in June 
uh, here in Hartford, Connecticut. Well, I'm I'm in Middletown, Connecticut, but he I went to a, a martial arts seminar, uh, and he was there, and uh, he had told me that uh, he was supposed to be in the, the martial arts kid, but something fell through. He couldn't go, but um, but another cool thing about uh, about the martial arts kid. Um, the legendary Christine Bennett Rodriguez plays a mm-hmm. cameo role, and I actually have pictures um, of me and Christine um, at a tournament. <laughs> Nonetheless, oh, right on in New York, cool. yes. Very cool. Um, well, we are going to have them on uh, sometime um, after uh, we had told James about six thirty uh, to start calling. Yeah, I'm in very and excited stuff about like that. that. That's very I'm cool. Very hey, you know what? You know what, Rich? How about how about this? Since we have you on the line already, how about you stay mm-hmm. on the line with us, and how about you join us for our first segment? And uh, in fact, how about we just make you kind of like a guest co-host for today? How's that? I think that oh, would be kind wow. of cool. What do you well, think, Bob? You. Yeah, Bob. Oh, what do you I think, think? that would be a good idea. I think that would be a it'll good be idea. Yeah, it'll well, be thank fun. You. Me and me and Bob like to uh, bring on guest co-hosts. Uh, you know, at least once a month. And you're okay. already here, so and yeah, and you're friends of both of ours. I think I know you're my friend on Facebook, and okay. yeah, all right. So we are actually going to go into some announcements. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we Bob. start with Bob? Bob, do you have any announcements? I have no announcements this week whatsoever. I don't either. What about you, Rich? Any events going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, yeah, actually, um, there is, um, well, it's in New York, um, and, um, uh, former UFC fighter, Luke Kumo, he is no longer in the UFC, but he, but he is doing a, uh, uh, a league of champions is his new, it's his system of, um, the safest way of mixed martial arts. Um, um, and he is having a, he, he is having an event in Long Island, um, I believe it's the 23rd of August, um, and uh, there are a few tournaments. There's one with uh, Herbie Bagwell in October coming up, mm, okay. uh, and that should be really excited. Uh, it, that should be very exciting, and um, yeah, um, and you know, this, this is not an announcement, but I do need to to give a shout out to somebody that had a that's having a birthday tomorrow. Since you were mentioning about people's birthdays, my oh, friend cool, Dominic, yeah. and, and I want to make sure that it's known because I've been telling people about you know about your show today. Um, my friend Dominic Capasso, his birthday is tomorrow. So Dominic, I oh. wish you a happy birthday, brother. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Dominic! Right on. Very cool. The Dynamic Dojo Peanut Gallery. Woohoo! <laughs> and I have one. And I have, and I have one more thing to say. My friend Michael Gope, my my very good friend who just who just uh, moved to Michigan. I hope all the best for you. So, so that way, when he hears this, he knows that I'm thinking about him. Right on. Very cool. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. All right. Well, with that said, I. I think we can go on to the health news, I think. Here we go. All right. Well, it's, I don't know if this is more health news or just, like, something to watch out for. Um, 
this is one of those did you know type of things. So did you guys know that eating while on the move, meaning like walking or doing other things rather than sitting, may lead to later overindulging? <laughs> so, wow. according to the New yeah, I know. According to the New York Times, eating on the go may be worse than eating in front of the TV. A new study reports and may lead people to overindulgence later. Now, researchers recruited about sixty adult women, split them into three groups, and asked women in each group to eat a cereal bar under different conditions. Okay, and these conditions were walking while talking to a friend, and while watching TV. The subjects were then given a taste test in which they could eat as many M&Ms, carrot sticks, grapes, and salty crisps as they liked. Participants watching their weight ate less than others during the taste test if they had eaten the cereal bar in front of the TV. But women who had eaten the cereal bar while walking ate much more during the taste test. Now, Eating on the go may not register in the mind as eating, and that's I think this is where the researchers are get are going with this is that you know while you're doing something like walking or or driving even it doesn't register that you're eating, and it might even register as exercise, says Jane Ogden, a University of Surrey psychology professor and lead author of the study that was published in the Journal of Health Psychology. She says the trick is to try and eat in a conscious and focused way, mindfully, in a way, she says. So, yeah, so isn't that weird? You know, <laughs> isn't that weird? Huh, I'll have to, I'll have to, like, <laughs> wow, what was that? <laughs> well, we have a little situation over here, but it's going to go, it's, uh, <laughs> hopefully it's going to go away. Holy crap. Okay, what? I'm back. Sorry about that. Okay, I was like, wow, it sounded like you were putting out a fire, but anyway. Speaking of fires, speaking of fires like, what's up with the all the wildfires in, 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 uh, in, in Washington State, you know? Like, that's just oh, horrible. It's horrible, man. It's been like, the last I heard, and I, this was yesterday, the last I heard, all the fires, and there's like a ton of them. All the fires, yeah. well, no, actually, all the fires, most of the fires are under, are contained. It doesn't mean that they're out. They're contained. But the uh, but the big one, um, the Chelan Complex one, is 60% contained. And it doesn't help that we've been having, like, lightning storms. Like, yesterday we had um, a few severe lightning strikes in Seattle. Yeah. And the same thunderhead moved across the mountains to the Chelan area where where if, when they have lightning storms, they have lightning storms. <laughs> and it's like, really, it didn't help that we had lightning storms. We, you know, it's like my, my, my thoughts go out to all of the firefighters out there and, and of course, to the families of the firefighters that did perish um, a oh. week ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, they're still working hard over there east of the mountains and it's it's just crazy i, I mean my niece, my niece tiffany my, my my niece tiffany judson um she lives in washington state and um she uh was she's been posting a lot of things about um but about uh animal rescues and and um things mm -hmm. of that nature um and um you know um it, 
it's amazing on how many people are getting together to, to, to help out, you know, like um, yeah. for those animals, you know, those poor animals are, you know, they're, you know, they're either hurt or, or, you know, you know, homeless or, you know, running around, you know, scrambling, trying to figure out what to do. And yeah, it's just so sad. It is. And, you know, the, the, all of the surrounding communities, you know, Seattle, uh, Tacoma, even out North, all of the surrounding communities are, are, are volunteering to fight this fire and fight. In fact, one of, uh, one of our local uh, elementary school, principals um is a, a reserve firefighter and he missed the first day of school to go on the other side of the mountains to fight these fires and uh so our thoughts are our thoughts are with him so yeah all right well let's uh, keep moving on how about we get on to weird news all right what do we got for weird news there bob well, this comes out of Alaska. Alaska wife Alaska. steals patrol car that is holding her hubby. Police hmm. say when officers were distracted, the wife jumped in the patrol car and drove off. Alaska State hmm. Police, Anchorage. A woman suspected of stealing an Alaska State Troop patrol car that held her handcuffed husband in the back seat was arrested of suspicion of theft, and other charges. Troopers acting on a tip found Amber uh, Watford, 28, of Big Big Lake, and Joshua Watford, 38, at a home in Wasalia on Thursday. An officer had arrested Joshua Watford on Wednesday after receiving a tip that he was in a Big Lake pawn shop. He had been convicted of driving under the influence but had failed to attend court-ordered classes, said tro- said Trooper spokeswoman uh, Megan Peters. So he got arrested. Wow. His wife got a little upset and said, "You're not taking him," and took the car. So now what she's, an idiot. She's probably arrested for obstruction of justice, grand theft, right? Auto. Oh yeah. What? A yeah. Do you know? Charges. Just you know. That's the classic piece. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's a classic case of what? <laughs> it's a classic case of of moronitis. Moronitis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just you know you can't even call you can't even call that a crime of passion. It's a crime of stupidity. Anyway, yes, it is. <laughs> All right, let's move on to entertainment news. Woo-hoo! Okay, entertainment news. We're gonna keep this in line with our subject matter tonight. The Martial Arts Kid. The Martial Arts Kid is a coming-of-age story about a Cleveland teen, Robbie Oaks, played by Jason Panettiere, Jansen Panettiere, I apologize, who gets arrested in Ohio and must move to Cocoa Beach, Florida, to live with his aunt, Cindy, Cynthia Rothrock, and Uncle Glenn, Don the Dragon Wilson. Now, those of you who may not know this, Don Wilson and James Wilson are actually from Cocoa Beach. That's probably why they ended up filming there. After mm-hmm. arriving, Robbie meets a beautiful girl, Rena, played by Karen Newton, whose boyfriend, Captain. Bo, oh, Captain, sorry, uh, and whose boyfriend, Bo Matthew Ziff, is a bully who makes Robbie's life as miserable as he possibly can. 
Robbie finds himself learning not only martial arts from his aunt and uncle, but he learns about family, friendship, honor, and discipline, and making choices that will benefit him the rest of his life. Here are a few of the messages from the martial arts kid worth discussing with your friends and family. Uncle Glenn shares with Robbie numerous times that families show their love and appreciation for one another by helping each other and working together. Even though Robbie came to his aunt and uncle traumatized and damaged by past experiences, this family chose to help him find a positive path and through family support. Faith in Robbie and martial arts, Robbie turns learns discipline, respect, honor, and compassion for others. Robbie's first day at a new school uh, reiterates that bullying is a common issue. This scene is a great opportunity for parents to help kids to understand that they can stop bullying by their willingness to stand together for what is right, even when it's against popular people. If students are willing to band together and show their disgust with bullying, peer pressure will will help prevent bullying. But parents and teachers need to reiterate to kids that together they can play a strategic role in stopping bullying. The Martial Arts Kid is a martial arts movie with Robbie's first time at the dojo helps him discover what martial arts is really about and the scene is filled with messages that parents can discuss with their kids. Outside of the messages that help open opportunities for families and friends to discuss what relevant topics, there is other reasons I like the martial arts kid as a film. There is a great chemistry between Jansen and Catherine Newton. And do a, and they do a fine job as actors in the film. Matthew Ziff plays a truly terrific bully, and Chuck mm-hmm. Zito plays a wealthy, selfish, self-centered father. We see mm-hmm. at the end of the film, and his introduction seems yeah. to to foreshadow another film in the series. It is Zito's character who has influenced all the other antagonists in the film. Cynthia Rothrock and Dawn Wilson are always kick-ass, but I think this is one of Don Wilson's best films because he shows depth of the character, not often necessary in martial arts films. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia's character is able to share her heart in those same ways. There is... Mm-hmm. There is some great music and some really nice scenes between Robbie and Rena in the martial arts kit. The beat scenes at sunset are beautiful, and the and some of the fight scenes make you ache while others make you laugh. This includes <laughs> the scene with with Aunt Cindy, Cynthia Rothrock, who knows how to fight the bad guys with such ease and grace. You know, you would think that the bad guys would know better. The martial <laughs> arts kid is co-written, and yeah, you would think is co-written think. and directed by Michael Bumgart, who wrote and produced *Smitty*, starring Academy Award winners Mia Servino, 
and Louis Gossett Jr. and Peter Fonda. And the martial arts kid is being distributed by Traditions Entertainment. The martial arts kid is produced by James Wilson, a former martial artist and kickboxing promoter. And the martial arts and and, and by martial artist and stunt woman Cheryl Wheeler. Ewart Chin, right on. also a martial artist, is an associate producer on the film. Much of the film's cast is made up of real martial artists, people who believe mm-hmm. in the film's message and who desire the influ- to influence today's youth and to help others, uh, to help open lines of communication that will lead to positive solutions to the problems we all face. It is also these actors' desire to help make films showing the benefits of studying martial arts, discipline, respect, and honor, and compassion for others. The anti-bullying message is a strong one, and the message we must send over and over again. It is not easy to stand up to bullying, but with Mm -hmm. better communication and more positive films like The Martial Arts Kid, it will be become easier. The Martial Arts Kid is a fun movie to watch, but more than that, it is a great movie to help open discussion. The Martial Arts mm-hmm. Kid will have its world premiere at the Burbank International Film Festival, September 12, 2015, and will begin showing in theaters on September 18, 2015, in both New York and Los Angeles, and then spread to other theaters in in cities including Chicago, Texas, Florida, Washington, D.C., and we hope many more. Take the time That's to see the martial arts kids and, communi- and to communicate with family and friends about the message it shares. I want, I want it to be playing in Seattle. We've got like a big martial arts community over here, and it would go over really well. If it came to Seattle, <laughs> I was talking with James the other day, and uh, I was ta- you know I was talking to James Wilson the other day, and I was like, I wanted to find out you know where are the places you know that is they're playing at, and um, you know there's a school there's a martial arts school uh, I can't remember what town it is but it's here in Connecticut. And they were going to, they were trying to raise money so they could, so all the students or any martial artists around the area of Connecticut would, would want to go and, and see the uh, the underdog kid. That's um, mm-hmm. another martial arts movie. And, um, well, anyway, um, you know, I, I remembered that. And I thought to myself, you know, why don't I figure out, you know, if James could have, have it here, so I called them up. Oh, my Facebook, the Facebook calling feature. I mm-hmm. I called them up. I said, "Hey, can you try to get it down here? You know, to Connecticut, Middletown, Connecticut alone has four or five different martial arts schools. Uh, and we used to have uh, the famous Ken Shamrock's The Lions Den, mm-hmm. former UFC fighter Ken Shamrock, who is now with Bellator MMA. He had the Lions Den here in town." Um, you know, so, uh, you know, Middletown, Connecticut alone is, is very, uh, very prestigious with American Kenpo Karate, uh, mm-hmm. and, um, some other systems of martial arts. And you know what, there's a great movie, there's a great movie theater here. And there's a, Middletown is known for helping people out that, that get, that, that get bullied. It would be the perfect mm-hmm. place to do it. You know, and I was telling them that, you know, and 
That's right one on. of the places I hope it, I, I one of the places I wish it would go it would come to. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Seattle Seattle too. I mean we've got we've got like uh the just so many so many schools in Metro Seattle, all of which teach mm-hmm. kids. And I think this would be a wonderful field trip for for these uh for for these schools and stuff. But I do wanna talk a little bit <clears throat> a little bit about um, the other premieres that are happening. Uh, Bob already mentioned that the movie is going to be having its world premiere at the Burbank International Film Festival on the 12th. That's right. Saturday. Yep. Um, we also have a showing in, we have a couple showings in New York. Uh, Friday, September 18th, it's going to be playing at the Maya Darren Theater um, at 5 p.m. And the address is 32 Second Avenue in New York, 10003. And uh, the Maya Darren Theater is at the street level of the building. Um, now, on the 20th, that Sunday, it's going to be showing at the Courthouse Theater. And it's at the hmm. same building, uh, second floor. And that's a 4 p.m. showing at the same address, 32 Second Avenue, New York, New York, 10003. And again, on the 18th, um, we've got another showing in Los Angeles at the Los Angeles, the, uh, at the, sorry, at the Downtown Independent. And that showing is at 7.30. And the theater is located at 251 South Main Street, Los Angeles, 90012. And uh, the Saturday and Sunday showings um, are going to be announced. They'll be announced a little bit later. But for sure, the Downtown Independent will be airing The Martial Arts Kid on September 18th as well. So that's that's really good news. I'm really glad that it's going to be opening pretty much uh, the same weekends. Uh, not the same weekends, but like uh, consecutive weekends. Sorry. Um, and I think this movie is just going to go big. I remember when... Uh, James was first telling us about it, and uh, both me and Bob were like, "Wow, you know, it's 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 the right time for a movie mm-hmm. like this. It's a perfect time for a movie like this, and this is going to go big." And uh, especially it, it's already going on in the country, you know, especially exactly. with everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, th- very. Cool. This is where where Rosie that I am very forced to be in LA. I live in Burbank, so I'm going to be at the Burbank Film Festival. I'm going to be at the uh, filming, uh, the uh, uh, premiere, the theatrical premiere on the 18th. I will be there. I will probably be the only one that have, has seen it three times other than the cast in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> right on. That's, that's, well, that's very cool. <laughs> can, we, can we bring on a caller? I want to introduce this one because I've been after her to be on the show forever. You You go ahead and hit that microphone button, bro. Hit that microphone button. I I hit that microphone button. I actually saw our first guest at the Martial Arts History Museum after I'd seen the the, uh, uh, martial arts kid, and she brought Hong Kong back. Mm -hmm. Please help me welcome to the show uh, the... the lady dragging herself, Cynthia Rothbard. I want to hear some applause, Rusty. <laughs> I, I'm looking Hi. for it. <laughs> Hi, Hi, how are you? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Cynthia. Right on. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, Bob and Rich and Cynthia, why don't we do this real quick? Uh, we're just going to go ahead and take a small break. 
And uh, hopefully during that time, we'll have James calling in. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Cynthia Rothrock and James Wilson of the Martial Arts Kid. So don't go away, everyone. We'll be right back after this. A boy born in Joplin, Missouri, was fascinated by anything with wheels and a motor. The odds of him going on to fascinate millions with his talent, one in 260,000. The odds of him having 15 career NASCAR victories, one in 1.7 million. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, one in 68. I'm Jamie McMurray, and my niece has autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You know, a lot of kids in my neighborhood have really bullied me. There's these teenagers around my neighborhood who sometimes just ride around us on their bikes calling calling us swear words and like throwing stuff at us. He grabbed my jacket just to get in line first and he was running after me and then he grabbed me by the hood and I started choking. I wasn't doing anything. He called me gay because he didn't like me. Bullying is wrong because it like hurts people's feelings and it makes you feel bad about yourself. It can make someone feel uncomfortable and scare them and make them not want to go back to school. It lowers their self-esteem. And it doesn't just always hurt on the outside. It also hurts on the inside. But do you know what I say when he's bothering me? I say, don't do that. If you don't stop, then I'll go tell the teacher. Stop. Could you please not do that anymore? Just stop. Stop bullying. It is not cool. Hi, folks. This is Restita De Jesus of Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. And I just want to send a shout-out to a good friend of the Dynamic Dojo show, Mr. Justin Harvey. Now, Justin's got two big passions in the world, and those are radio and martial arts. A student of Frank Dukes, Justin is a true student of the arts. Now, Justin has cerebral palsy, but that doesn't stop him at all. In fact, if somebody says that something can't be done, Justin will just get out there and do it, no matter what. He's the host of The Justin Harvey Show and has had guests such as Cynthia Rothrock, Frank Dukes, Ernie Reyes Sr. and Jr., Eric Lee, and many more. The Justin Harvey Show is syndicated on iTunes, so what are you waiting for? Go check it out. Hi, this is Frank Dukes. This is T. Joe Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do... You can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. All righty, and we are back. If you're just now tuning in, this is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Ristita and Robert. Our phone number here is 
877-607-0699. So if you'd like to give us a call and talk to our guests, Cynthia Rothrock and James Wilson, please feel free. Or you can hit us up on our chat board. Just scroll down a little bit underneath the Blog Talk Radio show marquee, and you can type in your questions there. All right. I do have something to say, though, Rosie, really fast. What's that, Bob? Have you, dude, have you ever heard me so tongue-tied as I was introducing the guest before? <laughs> Unbelievable. I was I like, what? The, 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 I know. I, I was, was like, like oh. 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 Don't worry. I stutter every day. <laughs> I swear. I know James is online now. Cynthia, I swear I do not drink before the show. You'll have to trust me on that. <laughs> I'll try to take your word on it. <laughs> he sounds like he's a doubting Thomas. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I I want to take a little bit of time and introduce our other guest. This is James Wilson joining us on the line alongside Cynthia. He's the producer of the movie The Martial Arts Kid. Welcome, James. Thanks for calling. It's my pleasure. Um, I, I also want to comment because it seems like a lot of people don't know, but Cynthia. And Don are both co-producers on the show as well. Mm. Now, yeah, Cheryl, Cheryl Wheeler that. and I are the two producers, but they, they joined us as co-producers. Right on. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, so Don and Cynthia have been involved. Then, the very, they've been involved almost from the very beginning. And, you know, they of course, they helped raise the Kickstarter money that actually allowed mm-hmm. us to go on location to Florida. Oh, very nice. So no. Was this a collective um, idea amongst all of you, Cynthia and James and and Don? Uh, was this a, a collective idea to have a movie like this? Well, a- actually, the idea uh, started in my head, and then mm-hmm. um, I-, I spoke to Don, and he wanted it more in the R-rated version, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what he was used to. But but I I felt like there needed to be something different. And um, as a martial artist who loves the Karate Kid, there were just mm-hmm. things about it that, that bothered me. And I always thought, you know, um, we we could do something better as real martial artists. What kind of movie would a, would real martial artists want to make? And mm-hmm. that's how the Martial Arts Kid came about. We just kind of tried to make, you know, a martial artist movie for the public. You know? So it was kind of tricky. I, I mm-hmm. think we did it though, you know. I think we well, the timing that. couldn't have been better. The timing was perfect because it's been a while, you know, since um, the second version of uh, the Karate Kid came out. So, you know, there, there, it was a perfect time for a martial arts movie that addressed the the bullying issue. Um, and you, you guys couldn't have picked a better time. <laughs> so, it was and, great. And James, you, you, you James. You are a pure genius for this uh, for this idea. I really I really do think so. Well, I, I you know we kind of um, because as martial artists, you know we we kind of and you guys are martial artists, so you know we kind of train and look at ourselves as protectors and defenders. Mm-hmm. You know Absolutely. that was part of the lessons we learn early. You know, and, and that's the kind of senseis and seafood and stuff we always wanted. So, you know, it was kind of a no-brainer. And having Don and Cynthia just made it easier. And my co- my producing partner, Cheryl, you know, we were just all very experienced martial artists. And, and you guys are, have been, I mean, 
uh, you know, you and Cynthia and Cheryl and, you know, TJ Storm and Christine Bannon Rodriguez and, you know, and, and Chuck Zito and, and, and everyone else, you know, um, you know, Matthew Ziff and, you know, and, uh, and everyone else, you know, like you guys have all been friends for, for, for decades, you know, um, you know, so it made it that much easier. You know, I mean, you guys always attend so many different events together. You know, I see on Facebook all the time, you guys are always traveling together. So, you know, not just for the martial arts kid, but for other events as well, you know, so that I bet it made it that much easier. What would you say about that, Cynthia? Yeah, for sure, because, you know, it was like doing a family project, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, right from the beginning, you know, we, you know, James told us the idea, and I loved it, because I always like to do something different, I don't like to do the same old thing, you know, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is gonna be great, the first time I get to play a mom, and, and you know what, we really wanted to incorporate a lot of martial arts, I think like in this movie, you see so many, you know, cameos, and people be going, oh, there's so-and-so, and there's so-and-so, and there's so-and-so, you know, but I think that, you know, us being so close and really, really putting our hearts and soul into this movie to do the best we can. And, you know, just it, it was a, a just a collectiveness of everybody, you know, just loving working together and just trying to do the best, you know, product, you know, that we could. And it shows, you know, I mean, I've done so many martial art movies and, you know, our movie here is getting more exposure, more publicity, theatrical, you know, than any any other movie, you know, that I've done, you know, and there's been some bigger budgets, you know, and I think it's just because we love the meaning of it, you know, we love the mm-hmm. story, you know, and it just worked from beginning to end. And, you know, I just want to say, you know, for any, for, for anyone that's listening, you know, and not, and not, you know, uh, punching into talk, but, um, um, you know, Cynthia, you know, she's, you know, she herself is like the, uh, the like the pioneer for the women mm-hmm. in martial arts, Definitely. you know, so, um, you know, um, the queen of the female martial arts uh, you know, uh, especially in like the the really the first one, the first American you know woman to do martial arts movies, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I just want to make that make sure that that listeners hear that, and and it's funny that um, Cynthia and I were <laughs> I was message, messaging her earlier. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny because I, I, you know, when Cynthia posted it on 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 Facebook, she didn't specify uh, Pacific time, and with me being in Connecticut, <laughs> I, I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh too hard. <laughs> Cynthia, why don't you finish this? What happened? <laughs> well, you confused me because you said call in at six thirty. And I was like, okay. And then I was at the mall with my daughter, and my phone rings, you know. And I, I went to say hello, and it didn't click on. And I was like, oh. And then you called back, and then you started talking. And I was like, is this the interview, or is this not the interview, you know? <laughs> and I was, so you're talking to me, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. I think you're asking me a question. And I'm like, is this the radio interview? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going, no, I'm just trying to ask a question. I'm like, we'll, call, we'll call in at 6.30. It was very funny. I'm so confused. You know, so we so have so many people about the Easter. I know. I'm like, who is this? Who am I talking to? I thought, 
Oh, I thought, you know what I thought? I thought, oh, it's 4 o'clock. Well, it must be like mountain time. Maybe it's, they meant like 6 o'clock there. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to like get out of this crowded, loud mall and find the one corner to talk. I'm going to my daughter. I got a radio interview now. <laughs> my daughter just gave me a dirty look and walked away. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're 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 fine, Rich. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, we still have to you know, it was funny because I I um I had messaged James back and I'm like, yeah, I'm like I told him what had happened. And I'm like, oh wow, this was so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, cause, hey, if you know me, that's right, James. That's just like par for, for yeah. <laughs> my lifestyle, right? I was like, okay. All right. What's, okay. Whatever. I was, oh, we're gonna do it now. Okay. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Are you asking me questions, or am I supposed to ask you questions? Is this the radio <laughs> show? <laughs> Who is that? It? It, it was good. It was good. That's awesome. So, so Cynthia, you know, when when uh, James approached you with the script, um, was it a no-brainer for you when you when you saw the subject? Uh, matter, uh, non-bullying, you know, non-bullying. Well, uh, can, can, I, can I interpose in here real quick? Oh, sure, sure. I, I approached Cynthia when shortly after the idea came about. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, there wasn't even a script. There yeah, wasn't even there a script. Even and, a and, and you know what? I have to tell you, I, I knew that whatever, uh, you know, I, he just told me a family one, a little bit about it, you know, um, and I just knew that whatever he was going to do was going to be first class. He was going to do a good project. And, you know, I had faith in him. So I was in, like, right from the start because I, I, just, I just knew that, it, you know, when James says he's going to do something, it gets done. Right. Well, thank right you. <laughs> and it gets done the right way, too. Right and I like it. I like it because, right? Because, like, if someone like 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 if Don said, "Oh, you shouldn't do this," James would be like, "No, I'm doing this," you know. <laughs> you know, so I love that. And James is kind of like out of the box too, you know. And it's like, yeah, let's do something different. Let's not, you know, keep the same old formula. Because a lot of people say, "Oh, yeah, this formula works. Just keep doing it," you know. But you know, if you don't take chances, how are you really going to excel? That's right. That, that's Absolutely. right, and I think that's I think that's why this movie's going to go like big because not only was the timing perfect, right? I mean, we needed something, and you know, we needed something. And James, you know, you you fit that you fit that void, and you know, perfect timing. I can't say that enough, James. That's <laughs> that's awesome. Well, we just need to get the word out a little more. I think. You know? Yes. Yeah. So, yes. so I, I I appreciate you guys here. Um, you know, you both were, were making some comments. I, yesterday, I got a copy of next month's Black Belt magazine. Mm -hmm. And uh, Robert Young, the editor, he writes a review in it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you'd mentioned, Rosita, can I read a paragraph? Sure, sure. Exactly to what sure, you're go ahead. He, so he, talk, he, you know, from right at the end of the first paragraph, you, 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 get, you see that, whoa, he, you know, he might like this movie. And then in the second paragraph, you know, he just makes it crystal clear. Right? So this is the second to the last paragraph, and he writes, I also love the film's nod to history. I'm talking about things like Rothrock's character hailing from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the city where the star actually grew up, and things like mm -hmm. the dojo her character co-owns, hosting seminars with real martial arts luminaries like Pete Sugarfoot Cunningham, Jerry Blank, Christian Banyan Rodriguez, Orlando Rivera, and Jeff Smith. 
and details like using old competition photos of Rothrock to adorn the walls of said dojo. Mm-hmm. So, so you had mentioned, you know, about, you know, the martial artist we used and, mm-hmm. and you know, and things like that. And uh, and by the way, he also makes the comment that that Don Wilson and Cynthia Rothrock can still throw down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. I, 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 I saw uh, the trailer and I'm like, holy moly, that's awesome. <laughs> well, wait till you see the movie. <laughs> I know, I can't I, wait. You I know, I'm so hoping excited. it shows in Seattle. I'm hoping it comes out to Seattle because I will, I will make a crowd. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee you, well, Seattle is going to be at least 100 people. Mm-hmm. If it comes to, I, I can guarantee you that if it comes to Connecticut, it'll be at least 100 people. The, yeah. Our, our conversation the other day, James, uh, about um, about trying to get the uh, showing here, I can guarantee you there will be at least 100 people. Yep. Uh, that's, you know, that's, a good, that's a good one. That's a good start right there because, you know, that's right. there'll be others. Yeah, I think we need to get the word out, yeah. too, to, because it's not just a martial arts film. It's a film yeah. that even like you know my my neighbors saw it. You know we went we went to Dr. Bob's house in Montana and he had some guests there and the little kid that doesn't take martial arts just sat there watching it for two days over and over and over again. So oh, you know cool. I think we need to get word out to the non martial artists as well that it's not just a martial art picture. It's a picture whether you're a martial artist or not. You're going to enjoy it and you're going to get a good message from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I oh, agreed. Yeah. You know, you know, Cynthia, it was what I was really shocked by because I saw it in North Hollywood when you couldn't make it that one time. You sent a video of yourself. Uh, the acting oh, yeah. was extraordinary. Uh, Matthew Zip. I had explained to people that Matthew Zip is really a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not really like this kid, right? Right, uh, right. Jansen Panettiere did a phenomenal job with you guys. Yeah. When we went to Dragon Fest, right, Matthew, like, that's the first time I met him, right? And he, like, bulked up for the role. He had that funky hairstyle. And he right. was at Dragon Fest. He was much thinner. His hair was longer. And I looked, and I, I said to Jim, he said, is that Matthew? I didn't even know it was him because he looked so <laughs> his character. He, he transformed into his character so uh, amazingly, you know? Well, he did such a good job uh, at Dragon Fest. That was the first time I'd met him, even though we interviewed him. Uh, I said, Matthew, what's with the haircut? And he said, a character. And he just did a really, everybody in that movie just did a phenomenal job. Yes, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. You know what? I, I give a lot of the credit to our director, Michael Baumgarten, for that. Mm-hmm. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah. cause when everybody does a good job of acting, the only common denominator they have besides the script that Michael also wrote is the director, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and with Don and Cynthia, because he had such experienced people, you know, and he talked to mm-hmm. me about this. He said, you know, he goes, everybody tries to pigeonhole them and, and, and <clears throat> tell them what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And what to say. And he goes, and they limit them. He goes, I really want them to be themselves. You know, this is what we talked about here, him and I, because because mm-hmm. because if they're themselves, if they're relaxed, if they're natural, and if they can say what they feel, because it's going to be much better. And mm-hmm. some of those lines, like in the kitchen, those were like yeah. thrown in. You know what I mean? 
Like, Michael said, so, this yeah, is what's yeah, going on. Boom. And they shot, it. like, three yeah. or four versions of that. But that's, that's <laughs> Don and Cynthia talking and responding to each other. Yeah. That's and, awesome. I mean, it was amazing, too, because actually, you know, we didn't have a script. So we were just basically into that role that I was, you know, you know, the aunt watching him and Don was my husband and we were really dealing with this and what we would have had to say, you know, in that situation. So that's why it became real, I think, because we really became those people. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to have that conversation. You'd be kind of going like, uh, um, uh, oh, yeah, you know, you don't know what to say. But I think, it, you know, and that, I say, goes to credit to Michael, you know, because he wrote such a good script. A lot of times, you know, we'll get scripts that the words are horrible, and no matter how you say something, you know, it's just not <laughs> natural, you know. But the script was written well, that it was easy, and plus the fact, you know, that James said that he was like, yeah, you know, go ahead, just, you know, go with it, go with it, you know. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it, yeah, like you said, it, it's, like, amazing, because sometimes when you see movies, you go, oh, yeah, that person was good. Oh, that one stunk. Oh, that one was good. Oh, that was bad. You know, but really every single person, you know, did did great in this. Like they just, it was just perfectly cast. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the, one of the things that I really liked about it, uh, about when I saw the trailer was um, the, the XMA little section that, you know, that was shown in Mm, in the trailer. That was, you know, because for me, you know, um, you know, Cynthia, you know, you know, you're a, a five time. Uh, uh, weapons and forms champion. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, you know, and, yeah, yes, and you know, was well, that's one of my things is, is you know is weapons. Um, and you know, and and then it also you know the like XMA it it, it incorporates so much. You know, um, you know, it, it's not just about the fighting; it's about you know um, the performance. So like. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, right, doing XMA in a movie, it goes hand in hand because I mean, Cynthia, you know, you've gone, you've you've probably gone to a, a lot of you know, um, you know, um, tournaments that you know they have done the XMA over the years, you know, since they've been doing it, you know, um, you know, obviously, you know, because you're retired, you know, um, but like. Don't you think it's like it's much easier to do, you know, um, the high flying stunts being a martial, you know, in movies because you're you're a martial artist. Like it becomes practice. That stuff works, and even like sometimes, like in the competition today, if your basics are good, you can't mm-hmm. just get out there and do things fast and do a sidekick and your foot's in the wrong position or you're punching in your fist, your thumb is sticking out or your fist isn't tight, you know? And I, I think, you know, it all stems from tradition. You know, you have to learn the basics before you can do anything else. And you can't just mm-hmm. do gymnastics and flash. You have to have every single movement realistic and powerful, you know? And then you, exactly. if you, you have your basics and tradition down, then you want to add that in. That's great. You know, but I really don't like to see all the other stuff and not having good technique because I am, like, such a traditionalist. And that's mm-hmm. why I love this movie is because it was based on tradition. You know, like, my daughter had a friend that became a black belt when she was six years old. And I said, what do you know? She goes, I know how to do a spinning round kick in the nunchuck. You know, and I went, mm-hmm. that's it? And she's like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> you, know you need to know basics, you know. And in this movie... He's a green belt. He's not a black belt. It's not like he's beating 
the top champion in the entire world. You know what I mean? It's very realistic, you know, very realistic. And, and that's one of the things, you know, that we all love about this, that we kept true to the martial arts spirit. spirit. It wasn't like exactly. anything, it wasn't and, anything um, fabricated or, you know, that unreal, you know. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, I think, one of the great things about this film. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, yeah. and Rob, Robert, as you know, the two kids doing the extreme form, Mm-hmm. Or like the two best in the world, <laughs> at the right? You know? yeah. Yes. So you know yeah. they're doing a special, and, and they do they and all their techniques are, you know, they're they're traditionally traditional martial artists as well, but they compete in, in extreme yeah. forms. Right. So but, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do do get your basics down good, and then put all that in, and then it's that it's great. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's great. Well, Cynthia yeah. would say that. Jesse Jane Golden JJ McParland and Nassim. Nassim Larisi, yeah. When you when, when you meet them, you know they're polite, they bow, they have respect. They're just traditional as traditional can get. Mm-hmm. You know, they just look, they just go explode when they perform. You know. Mhm. true testament to to the basics, and uh, I, I love how the movie like addresses that. And I hope that you know kids that are already in the martial arts or even are interested in the martial arts can see, you know, see that aspect of, you know, the tradition and you have to work hard for your skill, that kind of thing. Cause like too many kids, right. They watch the martial arts movies just to see quote unquote kick ass. And that's it. Whereas yeah. this movie goes beyond that. And it, it, well, it's just, it, 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 yeah. And I think our theme was, you know, we don't tolerate bullies, you know, exactly. and, and, and I think that's, that's a good message, you know, you, you know, this world here today can't tolerate them. You know, you're just not mm-hmm. tolerated anymore. You know, go away. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. I totally agree. Now, James, is this your first movie? Have you been tinkering with uh, movies in the past? No, this is my first movie. Com- wow. Complete inexperience before this. Wow. Complete. Wow. It's, wow. This is now, a great movie. Well, but, you know, we, we unbelievable. Just, For your I, first I, one, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I just had uh, really good people around me, and, and they were. We need to give a round of applause like... to James. We need to give a round of applause Yay! to James. Yay! Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's a lot of work. <laughs> It was the team that, that we built around. Yes. Like we, I mentioned Don, Cynthia, Cheryl, and myself. But we also had James Liu as our stunt and fight coordinator. And mm. it, it doesn't get better than that. You know? Right. No. And, um, and, and in our cast, as you know, we, we literally have more champions and real grandmasters than anybody's ever put on film before. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I have to agree with that. Yeah. Chuck Zito. You know, T.J. Storm. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god! You know, it was like one, two, three. I kept the counting. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't stop. You know, I was just flabbergasted. You guys yeah, did you awesome. know, and, and I think um, there's things we did too that aren't as noticeable unless you watch the movie and watch the movie. But they're there, so they hit you in your subconscious. But Cynthia's mm-hmm. character, for instance. Cynthia's character is is like the person pulling the strings behind the scenes. 
you know? Because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. her, her husband really doesn't want the trouble making kid there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and she's kind of pulling the strings. And if you watch it, there's a scene. And, you know, and no one has to tell Cynthia this. She just gets it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the scene where she has the fight on the beach, she's like just cocky as she comes downstairs when she sees trouble. She, mm-hmm. she sees a guy with a knife and she's like, she handles it and she handles it like, and afterwards there's a smirk on her face, you know, and she's like <laughs> cocky. You know what I mean? She walks this kid into the dojo who's had, trouble and she struts in the dojo in, in a real cocky manner and, and believe me nobody said this to her that you should mm-hmm. you know walk like this or have that kind of look or you know so that just you know that's just something she just you know knows inside this is how that should be done you know and and it all really works and, and her character you know her character is a successful businesswoman you know she's confident tough woman who's you know a mother you know and an aunt and you know she's she's that multitasking woman that we all know we you know that we all know we'd fall apart <laughs> <laughs> now i've got yeah. a couple questions for cynthia though because cynthia right. you've been around a really long time uh, which with the, your number of years in, it's really tough to tell because you're only 23. I know that for a fact, right? Uh, well, I did start when I was two, you know. So. Yes, yes. I, I figured that. I figured that. You sort of grew into the role. Uh, a couple things. Uh, did that score me any points, by the way? I mean, next time we see each other, should we Yes, it did. Yes, okay, good. good. We're right there. Good then. one, Bob. Yes, there good we one, go. Bob. There we go. <laughs> now, good one, Bob. because of your early films, there wasn't the marketing capability of, that there is now as James is running into between all the social media. Do you? Because you had mentioned something about this had really gotten out there. Have you noticed a difference between your early days and what's available now as an independent film? Oh, yeah, for sure, because, you know, in my early, well, first, the early days, I did Hong Kong films, so they were just kind of, they weren't even over here in the States, they were just over there, but, you know, we've had such a buzz, you know, well, first of all, with Kickstarter, because we had such an overwhelming response of people wanting to be part of it, you know, so that started it, and then um, our friend uh, Jerome, you know, he was posting a lot in the in the newspapers, and the buzz just, it just, it was snowballed. It just kept going on and on and on. And I think, you know, even back then, I think it's just James. James worked really, really hard, and he's always on us, you know, because they do this, post that. We're like, okay, okay, okay. You know, I mean, he is living this every single day. Yeah. I think when he gets up, it's all about the martial art kid, and I really do think, you know, that he is the backbone behind getting all this out, you know, because it's not that easy. It's not really that easy to say, hey, let me post it on Facebook, you know, and you'll get like, you know, maybe 100 people. But to get the thousands and then the hundreds of thousands, you know, people, that that requires a lot of work. So um, even if they would have had it back then, I don't know if it would have even got the buzz it is. I really do think it's it's James, the backbone behind it, you know, leading everybody to post this again, post this, and, you know, doing it. And because the reason he's doing it is because he believes in this film, and we all do, and, and you know, 
it it just you know it it's work it's not easy you know it really mm-hmm. really isn't easy even with a good film like this is you have to really work you know and and get it out there and um every day like we won you know James you tell him about the 5 dub awards that's like amazing you know for our you know picture you know i've had many people tell me they're surprised by that the five, that 5 dub you know because they yeah. just can't imagine that that a martial arts that could get that kind of uh, you know recognition from a a group that you know rates family films. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Usually, if you mix any yeah. action in at all, you know the way people do it, it kind of kills them. But but I think it's lessons which is in in our film that overcome that as far as you know. Um, the Dove Foundation is concerned. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We're we were just extremely proud of that. We didn't. Ex- wow. We did not expect wow. five Doves. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 If we, wow. we got two, we probably would went. Wow. You know, but five out of five. That's that's and you know, it's won um, what the Tampa Film Festival and the Houston Film Festival is best family picture. You know, and it's not. You know, usually martial art pictures. You know, they don't get best family pictures. You know, and um, there's so much action in it too. So it, it's just, uh, that's why I think, you know, this is like a universal uh, picture for anyone. You don't, you know, have to, you know, be a martial artist or like fighting, you know, like some, you know, people say, oh, I don't want to watch that because I'm not into, I don't want to watch fighting. Or I don't want to watch this and that, you know, but it has, it has something in it for everybody, you know, no matter what age, what gender. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I totally agree. You know, and I've got a couple of things to say, you know, James approached me over a year ago, would you interview our cast? And mm-hmm. I, I, I had no qualms. I, I didn't even have to think about this. I said, for yeah. you, anything you want. You, you yeah. name it. <laughs> I, I, it was, everybody, uh, you know, we had everybody on the show. It was an amazing experience. And James is, his work, and I've seen it, you know, without him mm-hmm. and I talking. I've seen him working so hard throughout the year to develop mm-hmm. this. And to prime the pump for the release, James, you did one hell of a job on this. I'm very proud of what you've mm-hmm. done for this movie, man. Right. Well, thank you. Let me let me mention two other guys then because they were big helps. One is Dr. Goldman, executive producer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tremendous help. And you guys, you, you met him, and so you know what kind of guy he is. He's very mm-hmm. special. And the other is uh, Maurice Elmelin, who is who also was extremely helpful. And by the way, he's, there's going to be a Maurice Almalem Day at the museum on September the 20th at 4 p.m. Oh, right, right on. So if you guys can make it, please come because this is this guy. You know, he's from he lives in New York, but he's he's, he's a great martial artist, and uh, like and like Dr. Goldman, he was involved early in the project and it really helped back it. You know. Yeah, and Maurice cool. used to compete when I was competing, but of course he was much older. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it was funny. And this came up real recently. Somebody actually got jealous a little bit of me promoting the uh, the martial arts kid because I wasn't promoting their project. I really believe wow. in the martial arts kid. There's, you know, there's only so much we can do, Bob. I know. <laughs> We've only got one show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 
get to it. <laughs> well, but, uh, you know, I, how... I've been so behind this ever since, you know, James told us about it. And it's like, well, yeah, of course, you know, it's James. Yeah, let's, let's, let's promote it. Because, you know, like I said, you know, this movie needed to come out. It, it was the perfect time. Timing was perfect. And, you know, like Cynthia said, anything that you put your mind to, James, me and Bob know it's going to work. So, you know, it's... Well, I'll tell you, one of the the greatest things is that I had a couple boys, you know, young boys, email me and saying just from seeing the trailer that they have been bullied and they have grown up with being bullied and feeling Mm -hmm. bad about themselves. And just from seeing the trailer, not even the movie, they haven't seen the movie yet, saying, thank you so much, this has helped me, I can't wait till it comes out, you know. And, And that, you know, even more than... Anything, I think, that we can save someone's life, you know, or help them, you know, live, have a better life and be more positive and feel good about themselves, it just mm-hmm. makes it all, you know, worth it for that film. And I think that's why a lot of people are trying to get behind us and push it and promote it and everything because you could, you could see that, you know. And, and, I mean, I can just imagine when the movie comes out and people see it. This is just from them, you know, seeing our, like, two-minute trailer saying, oh, thank you, you've helped me so much, you know. So, again, I think, I think uh, you know, that is a key to our, our success as well, you know. Yeah. For and, and I have to interject here, um, you know, I'm 32 years old, and, you know, I I grew up, um, you know, having a very rough life. You know, um, I I grew up um, with my family into, like, the motorcycle club life, Um, you know, um, like the outlaw kind of motorcycle club life. Um, And I grew up in a, you know, um, in a uh, drug and alcohol lifestyle, you know, and I myself am a recovering addict. Um, you know, I, I'm clean and I'm sober, you know, the whole nine yards, but also like I, I, you know, um, I've dealt with bullying my own self, um, because, because, you know, you know, because I, I, I have mental health issues. So a lot of people have picked on me over the years. And the one thing that has helped me the most to not physically, not physically combat it, but combat it, um, either, you know, um, you know, like verbally, like um, in a positive way, or combat my own bad feelings about myself because of me being bullied, is me being a martial artist. And this movie oh. hits home with me. It hits home with me personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really have to say Definitely. that. Definitely. Very cool. Yeah. Now, now, James, there is a multi, there is a huge pool of talented martial artists were these roles? E- did you find these roles easy to fill as you were going through the casting process? Well, yeah, you know what, um, Don and Cynthia, of course, were for me were no brainers. You know, and I, I've, I've, of course, I've watched all their films, so I've seen, and I know them like you guys do. You know, but probably. Well, I'm a little closer to Don's my brother and everything. Probably. So I, I know them personally, so I, I know how, how they naturally are. And I've seen scenes in their movies where they were kind of were able to, you know, really perform. So I knew, I just knew that they were just perfect for this part, perfect for it, you know, that so they could really, yeah. really do it, you know. And then um, we we hired a a very old school, very well-known casting director um, uh, named Jerry Wolf. 
and who's yep. actually casted Cynthia before. And he, and because of him, we got the two young stars. You know, but they they came in. You know, they had to read. We videoed them. And I can tell you, when Don saw Jansen, right, and he got this. He got it sent by email. He said he called me up. He said, "Hire that kid right now." He said, "That's the one. Hire that kid. Do it right now. Don't wait a second." He goes, "He is perfect." He goes, "And when he really gets going, tell everybody to shut up and be quiet and let him do his thing." He goes, "Because that kid's special." Wow. And I think you, you know, right. uh-huh. well, I found it very interesting, James, because, you know, Cynthia worked right into her character, worked with the attitude, the mother. Don had this look throughout yeah. the movie where yeah. you knew that you were in trouble. He had yep. this father look like, what are you, stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and it was almost, the timing was perfect. He looked. It, it, it was amazing. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah, Don's suspicious the whole time. Yes. <laughs> I thought that when was so out, funny. When he's, clean, when he's cleaning the car, Don's like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, Cynthia, you know, when you and I ran into each other at the Martial Arts History Museum, and I said, you, your fight scenes blew everybody away. Not that I didn't like all the fight scenes, but yours were Hong Kong. What made you do? What made you bring Hong Kong back? Is that what you just felt comfortable with? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't consider him Hong Kong. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know. I guess. I guess when we did the beach thing, you know, it was kind of. It was like like a little bit funny. It was a little bit lighthearted, but very effective. You know, mm-hmm. and I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know, James. You see, I don't think it was Hong Kong. I, I just, but you know I what? Just, I, I recall you know, watching everything. You know, because I, I learned quickly that I, ha- I, I should be there nearby. And to be honest, because this, and this is one of Baumgarten's smart parts, is that he, he said he wasn't going to write any of the action scenes, mm-hmm. and he wasn't going to really direct them. You know, so so when Cynthia and Don would be doing their thing, they had a, a great deal of influence. But James Liu was, of course, the most influential. And right, James right. Came up with the towel idea, but you know, oh, these are all things okay. Cynthia can do and do better than everybody else, right? And sure. Um, so she, you know, it just it just it just flowed naturally for her. You know? And, and, and I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Going. And, and we, it happened. Let me tell you, because and Cynthia will tell you. It happened on the spot. Mm-hmm. On the spot. It wasn't like <laughs> yeah. this was all written out. This is how we're going to do it. It was. It. It. You didn't have experienced people. If it wasn't Cynthia Rothrock and it wasn't Don Wilson and it wasn't James Liu, it wouldn't have worked. Right. To be honest with you. But because it was them, it not only worked. It was. It was better than anybody else could do. Mm-hmm. Now, James, what do you think about how 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 Chuck Zito did? You know, with his, with his past, you know, and him being the bad boy, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, and and him being just a phenomenal martial artist too, and a great actor, you know, um, you know, because you know, because he, he himself, you know, every role he's ever played in has been that type of role that he played, you know, in, yeah, in this yeah. movie, you know. It was perfect. It was perfect part for him. He's, uh, you know, he, he he didn't have to do much acting. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, no, not at all. So you know, you, you couldn't do any better. Nobody else could have done could have mm-hmm. done the scene any better. You know? Yeah, and you know, and and I was going to have to say that you know, um, 
you know, like, you know, Cynthia, you know, it became natural for you and for Don too, because, you know, um, you know, most of the people that, most of the people in the movie, like Lorraine, you know, um, you, Cynthia, you know, Don, and, you know, most of you are all parents, you know, most of every single person on that, on, you know, that played, you know, for, for the adults are parents. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like it's so easy to to do it, you know, um, because being a parent, it becomes natural to to portray a, a parent. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? you definitely. You, you know, that's a good nice. point be, mm-hmm. because yeah. we want what's best for our kids. Just like Cynthia was exactly. shopping with her daughter today, we all want what's best, and we don't want them to be bullied. That's a very good point. Huh? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I know when my daughter was, you know, we used to have these things called like a, like a jimboree. It was for little kids. And oh, uh-huh. <laughs> she, yeah. she was two years old and a little boy came up and punched her in the nose when she started crying. <laughs> and I took her out to the side and I said, don't you ever let anybody punch you again. And I was throwing little punches at her, making her block and counter blocking. Right on. Right on. I know. I was like, even at two years old, you know, because it's like, yeah, you know, you, yeah, you you know, you, and then, you know, I think it's like with anything, you develop, you know, that you have to fight back. I mean, if you do, you do, but the thing of it is, is that, you know, when you have, bullies pick on weak people, you know, so, you know, mm-hmm. if you take some martial arts and you, you gain your confidence and strength, a bully isn't going to intimidate someone that's really confident, you know, they're just not. You know, and, and that's what, you know, one of the main things, you know, doing martial arts is about is developing, you know, confidence, you know. So, um, yeah, so I was trying to give that to my daughter at two years old. I have to ask, uh, you know, I have to ask Cynthia, uh, you know, what do you think your daughter, you know, like, you know, how does your daughter feel about, you know, you being the famous, you know, Lady Dragon, you know, and, and everything. <laughs> well, let me tell you, at the premiere, September 12th, it's the first time she's getting involved with anything I do. So it's a big <laughs> deal for me because, you know, my, she just never really, you know, when James had, uh, we first did the tradition shirt, and he did my tank top, right? I, mm-hmm. I put it on and I said to my daughter, what do you think? And, you know, I was waiting for her to say, oh, yeah, it's ugly, whatever. She goes, yeah, can I have one? And I went, oh, right away. I said, that's going to be a hit. So she has one on and she's wearing it to school. And I said, what are you, you going to say when people say, who's that on your shirt? She goes, oh, I'm just going to say it's someone famous. <laughs> <laughs> she just does it, you know, because she's been around it a lot, you know. So she right. just, like, shies away from it. And, when she was, like, in sixth grade, I used to take pictures of all the school, you know, and, and they came out and they were showing um, a slideshow of all my pictures, and she's standing there, and they go, yeah, Skylar's mom uh, is a famous martial artist, and this little boy turns and goes, I didn't know your mom was Jackie Chan. <laughs> my daughter looks at him and goes, Jackie Chan's a boy. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So I'm, I'm hoping she comes because you know I think you know here's the first time actually ever she just kind of you know because I was always doing it when she was like four months old I was teaching martial art classes with her in the little basket watching you know so she's been around it she studied it a little bit you know kind of went at it and I was like well and she'd go I'm not you mom and I'm going no I just want you to learn how to defend yourself I don't care what else you do I just you know want you to defend yourself 
know how. And she, now, you know, she's got little boyfriends, you know, that hang around. And when one of them takes martial arts and she he, she puts she puts him on FaceTime and he's going, Siobhan, Cynthia Ross, are you kidding me? And then all of a sudden she's like, well, yes, she is. <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, I could be proud of my mom now, you know, it's the first time. So now, so it's it's taking a little different course. So I was like, why don't you invite him to the premiere? I so you probably like that. <laughs> now, James, now, James, with your, with your niece, is, is it the same kind of thing with your niece? Yes, she's totally unimpressed with her father. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I think, it's, I think that's just how it goes, you know, in, in the, you know, the, the immediate family thing. It's like, uh, yeah, mom, dad. Well, you know what I mean? Rusty, you stayed at my house. I've, I've tried yeah. to get my daughter to go to the mass with me. And she's like, why are you just going to me hang out with your friends? I'm standing up there. I'm presenting awards. I just want her to be proud of me just once in her miserable life. They'll be like, oh, hey. Cynthia, when you when you talked about, you know, giving that tank top, you know, t- to your daughter, you know, um <clears throat> Don Castillo, um, you know, another martial arts hall of famer, you know, um, you know, he has those the shirts, you know, and and uh, he makes shirts, and he made a couple of shirts for me, you know, um, you know, with my picture on it. And um my my cousin, uh, I posted it, um, and it was the first one. It was the one where I was wearing the Steve Arsenal's Kenpo T-shirt, the red one. I'm sure, I'm sure both you and James know what the, know what ones I'm talking about, um, you know, because I wear those that sh- those shirts a lot in my photos. Well, anyways, um, she goes, my cousin Melissa goes, Richie, I love you. Well, I'm not getting one of those. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> Now let's, wow. let's talk a little bit about some of the other uh, cast members and and uh, staff. So, like um, sure. Carol um, and Don and Cynthia were um, also co-producers. Um, Ewer Chin uh, wasn't he like an associate Yurt, producer? Yurt is a, was an associate producer on the film, mm-hmm. and he worked very hard. He does. Know, and, yeah, he, he you know <laughs> he very hard, and he you know he's a great guy. You know, having Yurt mm-hmm. around, uh, you know, everybody smiles when Yurt's around. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, and he's an experienced martial artist, as you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's just another easy fit, Yurt. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, now that the film's out, uh, because I know that, like, the last time uh, we talked with you, James, it was, like, it wasn't even, like, released yet. We really couldn't talk about it. But um, right. I'm trying to pull names out of the hat here. T.J. Storm. Uh, uh, is he yeah, a good guy or a bad guy in this film? Because I haven't seen the well, film in its entirety yet. He's a little conflicted, but he's, he's oh. basically <laughs> a bad guy because he mm. runs the dojo that's kind of teaching the wrong way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. But he, you, you, Robert, I'm great in the role. Yeah. He's on the level. Now, 
I have been trying to find out. This is no lie. TJ and I have been kicking around in the same dirt for about 23 years. I have been trying to find out how old that guy is. I pulled one of the <laughs> students inside at Dragon Fest this year and said, how old is he? She says, he's she looks me right in the eye. Well, no, she looks me in the eye and says, 30. <laughs> and I said, I did not meet him when he was seven. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know his age, I think but I know he's been around. So. Yeah. Yeah, and he won't play. Yeah, twenty-three. So he's the same age. He's the same age as Cynthia. Yeah. Twenty-three, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he no, lies really well. And then, um, oh, you know, who we haven't mentioned is uh, Catherine Newton, who was mm-hmm. terrific. Oh, oh yeah, the two of them together were were great. Yeah, they had. That was a real great love story. Chemistry. They had a really connection, didn't they, James? Between her yeah, they and, really and did. Yes, they did. Wow. They, you know, and the shows on on camera, you know, they were just great. They're, but they're both very good actors. Now, and, and geez, oh, she's extremely good. Now, uh, now Christine Bain and Rodriguez. No, she only did a can. You know, she only had a cameo role, but you know, right. like. You know, she's she's a great actress herself, and and you know, um, you know, another pioneer in you know in, in women's martial arts. Yeah. You know, um, you mm-hmm. know. By the way, by the way, Cynthia, have you ever competed? You know, with her? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She was competing when we were competing. Yeah. Did you guys compete against each other? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. In forms and weapons. Awesome. Um, no, 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 no. Back to her, um, her, um, you know, her, her role. Now, um, now, obviously, because it's a cameo role, it's not much. But you know, and, and obviously, because um, you know, I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen the trailer. Um, and like, how? Like, what did she do in the movie you know, uh, as her role, as her cameo role? Well, you, you know, you're asking too many details. <laughs> See the movie. My apologies. Yeah, she plays herself as as a uh, you know as like the the group. A couple, you know, some people like really play themselves as you know, as the masters. You know that they are. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> you know, and one one thing I must say about Mike Bumgarden uh, James is, I will never forget that man. He is so humble. And one he time is. he came up to me and he says, you know, I love your radio show. You and Rusty do a great job. You've got a great chemistry together and it's flawless. Little does he know we're, 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 we're wetting ourselves over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're texting, we're Facebooking, we're talking to you guys. We're doing a lot of stuff and going, holy crap. It's like when I introduced Cynthia, I've, I've never stuttered like that. And, and I've introduced hundreds yeah. of people. <laughs> now, you made him tongue tied, Cynthia. It's a first. It's a first. As far as as far as as introducing people, um, you know, Cynthia, I had asked, I I had, you know, we were talking before um, earlier today, um, and I, I was asking you if you can give a shout out to somebody, if you remember who I was talking about. Oh yes, it was the uh, your fr- the little girl's dad. Oh, well, let me my, see. What uh, was his name? Hunter. Was it Hunter? No. Adrian Hunter. Oh, it a- was a- my, it, very cool. Adrian, Adrian Hunter. It, and it, my, my friend Dale. 
yeah. yeah. Adrian Hunter, um, her, um, his daughter Dale is, um, is just a little bit older than myself, but like Adrian is a very big fan of yours, Cynthia. So. Oh well, Adrian, hi, and hope to meet you, and hope you like the martial art kid. So. Oh, and I, I must say something about the fans out there that love Cynthia. Don't be afraid to go up, go up and talk to her because she's right. you're you're very open. You're not one of these unapproachable celebrities. You're very open <laughs> to talk to people, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I had seen. You know, speaking of that, uh, speaking about what you just said, um, was um, <clears throat> you know, um, I was watching a video uh, about you, Cynthia, the, uh, the other day. And it was about, um, you know, um, uh, you know, can somebody figure out on who was the fake martial artist? Oh yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> called faking it. Yeah, faking it. Yes. Um, can you can you shine some light on that, if you can? Can I what? Can I what? Can you um you know can you share uh, a minute about that you know about oh, yeah, like your sure, yeah it, well it was a, it was a reality show and basically faking it what they would take someone that had one career and put them in something completely opposite. Like the boy was a uh, computer nerd. He was like a a geeky guy. And one of his fantasies was to be a martial artist, even though he'd never studied martial arts. So what they do is they take him and retrain him for one month. And actually they wanted me to live with him for 30 days and film it. And I was like, I can't do that. I got a little girl. I said, I can't do that. (laughs) And they said, okay, well, we'll have him live with a guy that's a trainer, but you will come in every day and train him for one month. And I said, okay. So we set that up. And the premise of the show is at the end, they have three judges that, that, you know, know martial arts. And we had a black belt, a green belt, and him. And they all had to do like a, like they had to do like a, a, a part of a form, part of a weapon, and some breaking and self defense. And the judges mm. have to say who the faker is, so faking it. And one judge, <laughs> one judge said he was the faker, and the other two said he wasn't. So we actually won because he got the majority of the vote. Oh wow! But the reason they said he was a faker, and I don't know why he did this, because I was sitting in the back going, oh, like he had a break, right? And I wanted him to come up and look at it, and you know, but he looked at me, start going, oh, like like sizing it up, and then you know, the a theatrical thing, and I was like, oh. Who told him to do that? Don't do that. Right? And, that's, and that's why the guy said he was a faker because he did he did this breaking thing like really weird, you know. Yeah. But um, it was really fun. It was fun. They made me come across really mean. Of course, it's a reality show, and reality shows that what you see isn't what's happening. They basically, oh, mm-hmm. something was wrong with the camera. We have to shoot it again, <laughs> you know. So um, it, it, it 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 was. I think, you know, like I came across, like people would say to me, ooh, I don't know if I want to train with you. And I go, well, really, I'm not, I'm not really a mean person. <laughs> and even when I train, <laughs> I teach them, but I'm not. But they, they made me like really tough and really strong, you know. Like, so, um, yeah, but it was fun. It was a really cool experience. And that guy actually, I think he was from Chicago. He moved out to California, signed up at a martial arts school, and um, wanted to be an actor. So it changed his whole life. Oh, wow. Cool. That's awesome. Oh, very cool. That's great. Uh, Hey, Rusty, do you think we can bring on a caller? Yeah, let's bring on a caller. We have a caller from area code 704. 704, you're on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? Ah, 704. You know, it's Patrick Patrick McDaniel. It's Professor Patrick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us, sir. 
Well, no problem. Right how's hey, how's everybody over there? Hey, we're all good. Everybody's good. We're doing great, that's, thank you. That's out of sight. Hey, I wanted to thank you guys first for the birthday wish. I've got a birthday coming up on 9-11, of course. Oh, right on. And, uh, right, and you guys, you, you posted it on the book, and I just wanted to thank mm-hmm. you for that. Uh, and I am uh, I am so happy that, that Ms. Rothrock is on. Um, I, I want to tell this short story, if you don't mind, Cynthia. Well, go ahead. Well, maybe even let's hear it. <laughs> okay. Cynthia Rothrock, let me tell you something. Now, I did take a picture with you at the Masters Award, so thank you so much for that as well. But um, I went to the Grand Nationals in 1980 or 81. I, I can't remember which year, but it was it was either 80 or 81. Now I'm probably I'm 81 because that's what yeah that's when I started competing. So it's probably 81, exactly. like professionally, yeah. Okay, 81. So I went to the Grand National. Now I had previously been competing in West Texas. All right, so I started Kajikimbo in the early 70s, and then I was competing in West Texas. So I decided from you know, one of the martial arts magazines, this big tournament was promoted. I took I took about 10 students to, to Oak City. So we go to Oklahoma and. This is the first time I had heard the, the, the soft, a hard style and soft style uh, kind of competition. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do, what to enter, because I didn't hear that in West Texas. So I was looking at these faces, these experienced faces of people walking around, and I stopped this guy named George Shum. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked George, I explained it to him. I said, look, I'm from West Texas. I never heard the term hard or soft style kind which one do you think I should do? And he said, what's your style? I said, my style is Kajikimbo. He said, quite frankly, you can, do, you can go either way. It just depends on how you've been practicing your form. You know, so I said, okay, that's interesting. Uh, and then he said, but I'm going to suggest that you don't really know that you go in soft style. So I was like, thank you very much. I threw in my vows, you know, and I was very appreciative <laughs> because he just gave me some information. Well, guess who was in soft style? <laughs> That's what I got introduced to Cynthia Rothrock. Thank you so much. <laughs> but anyway, I learned a lot. I just want to let you know that's where I first met you. Oh, so did you hold a, cool. did you hold a grudge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you took that you know. <laughs> Yeah, because then back then a lot of the divisions didn't have men. I didn't compete in women. I mean, in my whole career when I competed, I've never competed in a women's weapons. It was always men. I had to compete against the men all the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've never had a grand champion where I competed against women. It was always against the men, you know. Exactly. That's funny. I, I know. It was tough those days. Yeah, I know. How awesome. But, Cynthia, don't you get a lot of people, guys, women, most of the guys coming up to you and saying, well, I competed with you in 19, I competed against you in 1981. Do you get a lot of that? Uh, no, I actually don't. It, it, I, 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 get, I get a lot of people saying, I grew, I grew up on your films, and I'm looking going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you look older than me. How does that <laughs> I get that. I get that. It's funny. It's funny. We laugh at it all the time. But um, you know, I, I uh, every so often, like some of my good friends, like you know Sergio Barriga and and Maurice, Maurice um, Eslam, you know, 
we've competed against each other, you know. So, it, it, you know, it, it was funny. Um, and, and the strange thing is, like, with Don, I've never seen Don fight because he was, he was fighting before I was, you know, competing. So it was right, – I've seen him right. do exhibitions. But, yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, you don't get that that much. But, you know, I think, you know, like – Tayeri Cassell, well, he was before me, too. I'm trying to even think, well, I competed, you know, with George and John. And, you know, those people are all, like, my friends, and they're still my friends today, and I still see them at martial arts events. So it's really, it's rare that someone will say, oh, yeah, I competed against you, but it's really fun, you know. I was like, oh, you have any pictures? That is so cool. Because, you know, <laughs> to me, that, they, were, they were like the golden, that was the golden age, you know, of martial yeah. arts. You know, because exactly. at, at that exactly. point, at that point, everybody was so different when they competed. You know, if you remember, yeah. right, like, you know, yeah. whether... You know, you had you had um, oh my gosh, Dale Kirby, you had Anthony Chan, Roger Chong, you know, George Chong, John Chong, you know, me. Right. Everybody was different, you know. No, and, and now today, kind of almost everybody kind of looks the same, you know. Everybody's doing the same Ooh, moves and the same exactly. kind of thing. But back then, it was so different, and it was so hard to judge who's the best because everybody was so proficient right. in their style, yeah. you know, nobody, nobody copied right. anybody and nobody did the same thing. And, and that's what I love. And to me, that is the golden age of martial arts, you know? Wow. So glad to hear you say that. So glad yeah, to hear you say that. Yeah. Now, James, yeah. this, this is a show about the martial arts kid. You guys are coming out and I'm going to be there on the 12th and the 18th uh, to support you. And I always have, and I always will. What can you share with us that holds, what does the future hold for the martial arts kids that you can tell us? Well, we're going to, you know, right now we're kind of booked in 13 cities uh, across six states. And we're going to, I expect that we'll do well and we'll spread from there. Mm-hmm. You know, and it would be nice. Can you share what cities or no? Um not yet. I don't really want okay. to yet. Not till you know, I, I understand. We, we, when when they come out. But I'll tell you what's going on right now. We're in New York and California. In New York, mm-hmm. New York, we're at the. Um, um, oh, I had it. Something. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, the, Maya, the Maya. Film. The film Maya. Archive. Uh, I had it. Maya Darren Theater. Yeah, the Maya Darren Theater. Yeah. Now, are you guys going to be uh, appearing at the New York Theater? No, because we'll be here in L.A. And we're, we're also, um, we, we have, we're playing at the Downtown Independent. And we're also playing at, at uh, the Crest Theater in Westwood. Okay. Oh, cool. so these are both nice, big theaters, you know, and they're, they're nice and plush. And um, you know, we hope to fill it up, and, uh, and then we'll go. On well, so so we can excite Rusty. If that's a possibility, will you be going to Seattle area? Well, I don't know yet because that that's not okay. one of the. I can say that on the list, but it could easily be added. You know, Charlotte, um, North Carolina as well. I'm, I'm interested in. Will you be coming to Seattle? We're hoping. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it, it, that, that's what happens is um, as we as we go along, there'll be theaters when they hear how well we've done or the the buzz, right. they'll actually be approaching us. So we'll, mm-hmm. you know, and we've already had some of that. Like one of the theaters that we booked is they came to us, and um, I'll uh, um, I, I'd like to mention a couple of people first though. 
please, because I know we're left out One, one is, uh, and I know you guys interviewed her, but Inga Van Arden mm-hmm. plays a, plays a really bad person in this movie, and she's a real mm-hmm. sweet woman. So she did a terrific job, and her and Cynthia have a great fight in this movie. Oh, right. cool! Yeah, she was really, really strong and tough, and. Um, oh, I, was, yeah. I was I was I was surprised because sometimes you know when I I fight women I, I most of the time I like to fight men because sometimes you know the people that's cast aren't really like you know not to say women aren't strong because obviously they are but sometimes they cast people that really aren't as, as proficient in fighting you know and mm-hmm. I thought oh my gosh this is the first time I'm fighting someone that's shorter than me I'm like that's strange I feel like I'm really tall you know and she was a little dynamo she was really tough and strong and uh I was I was really really happy because I remember I think I was like James uh, because she fight and he's like well yeah yeah you know and, and I was just I was just very very happy to work with her it was it was uh it was a, a real pleasure for me to you know do the fight scene with her it was a great fight scene right and and first of all because she's so strong Inga looked actually bigger than Cynthia you know James, James, let, 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 let me have my glory about being taller than someone. It's, it's, know, right? it's rare, it's rare. Rossi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, by the way, Inga's still taller than you. I know, I know. I know. And I hugged that one night. I was like, oh, my God, everybody's taller than me. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I get all the time is when people see me is like, Oh, I thought you were much taller. <laughs> How are you, Cynthia? Yeah. Huh? Okay, but, uh, so, but, uh, anyway, the other person I'd like to mention is uh, Brandon Tyler Russell. Also did a terrific job. Mm-hmm. And he plays the guy who becomes the best friend to the main character, Robin. Oh, cool. oh God, yes. He did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. But he's a very, very experienced actor. As a matter of fact, he's been the lead in movies before. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah. okay. Isn't he the one that um, him and Robbie were sitting at the picnic table and they said to him, um, that was the giant or something? That's him. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I wanted to clarify it for my own self. Now, I, I was going to say, Cynthia, how tall are you? It's <laughs> <laughs> what? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like asking her her age. I'm 5'3". Five five I'm 5'3". Five no, yeah. You're everybody taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> I was not that <laughs> I'm 5'3", but, but, but a lot here, of people okay. heels, so I... I appear to be five six. You know, I, I had to I had to mention, you know, um, in, it, you had uh, it, it, there was a video that you were or, or an interview or something you were posting that was on YouTube and it said you were talking about how on in in your kung fu movies how you had kicked somebody in the head, uh, you know, uh, you know, it was like one of your first movies or something. Cynthia, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, that, yeah. When I hit them in the head and they got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was Sam O'Hung. It was Sam O'Hung, and actually, 
Um, no, well, actually, it wow. wasn't Sammo Hung. It was, Sammo Hung was directing it, and it was his stunt double, right? And Sammo actually was in a very bad mood because he lost a lot of money gambling, so he was, like, yelling at everybody. And this was, like, my second movie, and, and I was doing a spinning wheel kick, and the guy kept coming in, so I was going to hit him in the head, so I kept going higher over his head, and then Sammo started yelling at me, saying, you know, and I said, well, he keeps coming in. He's like, well, hit him in the head, hit him in the head, you know, and I was, like, <laughs> nervous. I was like, how am I going to hit the guy? I don't want to hit the guy in the head. The team was yelling at me, so I did the kick really super slow, you know, and I said to the guy, I said, look it, this is where my foot is coming. If you lean in, you're going to get hit. Well, I kicked. He almost said action. He leaned in. I hit him in the head, and he, like, fell on the floor, and, like, it was, like he was bleeding. I felt so bad. And some guy comes over to me and goes, I don't feel so bad. He's the one that hit you in the nose in the last movie with the sword. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I still feel bad. But anyway, yeah, that's that's what happened there. Because, you know, when you're shooting in Hong Kong, it's a different thing. If you mm-hmm. they, they don't think you've really done a good fight scene unless you've really injured yourself and you're walking out limping and hurt and stuff, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> Me as a as a fan and a martial artist, right? Of you, Cynthia. The one, you know, the day that you and I meet face to face, I'm definitely gonna want to have you do that scorpion kick, your famous scorpion <laughs> kick. I, 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 as crazy as that sounds, it's just it's gonna be it's monumental. You know, it, it's, oh, it's okay. the same as getting kicked. It's the same as getting kicked by Bill Wallace. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, funny because cause I, oh. I actually made that kick up. Um, I was doing, oh. um, when I was competing in competition, you know, I would do everything to improve my martial arts. So I thought, I'm going to do ballet because ballet will get me more flexible, you know. And actually, it was kind of hard because the hip was out all the time. And in martial arts, your hip turns in. But right. anyway, they were we were on the bar and they said, okay, take your foot back and kick yourself in the coast tried to kick yourself in the head, and I did. I almost knocked myself out, and I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So I remember I said to George Sung, I said, hey, we were doing a demonstration. I said, hey, put me in a headlock. Let me see if I can hit you. And I almost, like, knocked him out. I was like, oh, that works. And he was like, yeah, that's great. Let's put – and then we put that in the um, – we put it in, uh, in, in our demonstrations for the West Coast demonstration team, and when I did my first film – Corey Yoon said, is there something that's your favorite move? And I said, yeah. So we put it in there, and, you know, that move, like, people just go nuts for it. So it just sort of became my trademark because I've done it in quite a few films. And and actually, in the martial art kid, you know, we were going to do it, and then James Blue said, well, let's change it up. Go down on your hands and knees and do it from the floor. And I was like, oh, oh. can I do that? I was like, okay, so we did it. So it's a, it's a different variation of it, you know, uh, in that. Which was was kind of cool as well. It's almost kind that of cool. you know, very, very cool. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, James, since uh, the martial arts kids coming out premiering next month, ne- next week, when we only have ten minutes, and you know, you've been in, on our show where I like to put people on the spot. They're right <laughs> on the radio. They can't say no. You know how many books and things I've gotten. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding around, right? And then people send us stuff. It's like, oh, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. And they're sending me stuff in the mail. Uh, And and I don't don't like taking pictures typically, but you guys have to promise me next week at the Burbank Film Festival I will get a group shot of all of you. Russ, you want me to take lots of pictures. And Cynthia, you you owe me that hug. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. You're 23. You owe me that hug. 
Let, let me. Uh, uh, but if we only have a few minutes left, uh, Robert. Yes, that's why I wrote some names. Go ahead, please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another guy who did a great, great job in his scene, but he's, as we see now from straight out of Compton, is R. Marcus Taylor. Did R. Marcus Taylor. Yeah. As well. And he had a great fight scene with Don in the movie. Oh, and he played Shook Knight and straight out of comedy. Yeah, they have a great, great, they have a very, I, yeah, I love him. He's, he's funny. That's a very funny scene. <laughs> yeah, right. So you'll love that and then, one. <laughs> um, so I, I'd like to name some guys. Sergio Bariza, as, as Cynthia mentioned, he's in the film. Kevin Bergquist is in the film. Barry Broughton is in the film. These are all masters and grandmasters. Um, David DeFalo, kickboxing champion, is also in the film. Um, the, uh, um, Jody Nolan. Jody Nolan is also in the film, and Jody, by the way, he's got a little something special because he's the first guy in a movie to get his butt beat by Don Wilson and Cynthia Rothrock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that like uh, he, he'll be able to carry that for a long time before before that probably happens again. And then um, who else? Who else am I leaving out, Cynthia? Just Let's see who else. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Sehar, bodybuilding. Oh, Je- uh, yes, and we have a bodybuilding champion, a muscle fitness expert, Jeff Behar. Uh, Chris Lopez. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. I like him a lot. Who did you say? Uh, Crystal Santos. Oh, oh Crystal yeah, Crystal Santos. Santos. Yeah. 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 What a great mm. person. Uh, who else? Oh, um, Glenn Wilson. Glenn Wilson. Oh, yes. Oh. Grandmaster Glenn Wilson. Eric Kovaleski. Wow. Eric Kovaleski. Yeah. Wow. Is anybody coming, Cynthia? Huh? Oh. And our high school teacher, Vicki Vodar, did a terrific job. Cool. <laughs> wow. Very and, um, cool. Yeah. Who were some of the other people that we interviewed, Bob? Oh, Tara Cardinal. Tara Cardinal. Tara was, Cardinal, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to remember uh, who else we interviewed. Um, did we say Lorraine Ziff already? Yeah, Lorraine. Yeah, um, yeah Lorraine. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I have to say this, too. Lorraine Ziff did a terrific job. And, and James and Cheryl do, do a cameo in it, so you'll you'll have to watch and oh, watch them in it as well. They do it. They do an Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, oh awesome. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are Easter eggs in the movie. Huh? Yes, yes, they are. I didn't even notice that when I first saw it. I didn't notice they did a cameo. Well, see, now when, when you go see it, then you're going to have yeah, to look again. Yeah, you'll have to look. You'll have to look. Yeah, see? definitely. Oh, wow. It's going to be yeah. one of where I pick up different things along the way. Every time I yeah. see it, it's going to be something else yeah, popped oh, out. Yeah, Carl Van Meter. Carl Van Meter was in it. Yeah, Carl. Carl Van Meter. Oh, yeah. yep. He's been in a lot of movies, and and I like him a lot. And and, and he's always on. He's 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 always you know um, very friendly. You know, I've talked to him on Facebook a few different times. He's a great man. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and cool. that reminds me, Carl Van Meter, who is terrific. Billy R. Smith is in it. Yeah, yeah, Billy. Yeah. I, I was with Billy yesterday. A TV series. Yeah. That, what's it called? Uh, Santa Negra or something. It was really good. I thought I saw yeah. the. Uh, the first episode, it's yeah, he's going to do well with that. Yeah, Bob, we tell, tell have... everyone the story about Billy. <laughs> what, what about it? The the you know that it's like well, you did not. You know, how come you guys didn't ask me to be on your show? That kind of yeah. thing. It's like oh, whoops. oh, oh God. sorry, Billy. Oh, sorry, sorry Billy. Yes. 
sorry. James really doesn't <laughs> like you, sorry. No, it's really yeah, actually yeah, 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 okay, James. We're we're gonna get him on in the near very near future. Oh good. Yeah. And we also have uh Jen Kelly, who did a great job. Very in, cool. In our movie. And uh, Esteban Cueto and uh-huh. Arnold Chan. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, our Saeed, music was great, Saeed. right? We had we had Jamie Spokum, who is like his number one uh, single state uh, is is in the in it. And the other music, tell about the other music. I mean, the music. Martin that's Blake one thing it? about this film is the music is just so good to in it. It oh. is. It is. No. Uh, okay, J- James. We only have four minutes left. I want one question. A couple of questions, actually. Uh, did, were there, because you guys did it so quick, 15 days of shooting, L.A. and Cocoa Beach, did you have any hiccups along the way while you were shooting? Many. For instance, uh, in Florida, you know that master spring workout scene? Cynthia is supposed to be on that stage. But right. we had three days of rain in Florida, naturally in June mm-hmm. and we made up for it by putting the crew up on our last day. And they filmed in three different places. So we, it was, it was impossible to have Cynthia in two places at the same time, you know? And, mm-hmm. and um, so, you know, that we had to do things like that because, you know, there's always hiccups. There's always problems you can't count on. And uh, but that, I would say that was the biggest single biggest one. Three days of rain, you know. Wow. Wow. Well, oh. yeah, Florida. It's gonna rain. It's like yeah, yeah. And Seattle. Florida, we were all on exteriors mostly too in Florida. So when it rained, yeah. it was like uh oh. <laughs> yeah. And you know what they and you know what they call a rainy day in Seattle, don't you? Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I get this all the time. <laughs> you know, one time, really quick before we close, she said, it doesn't really rain up here that much. We don't want anybody else moving up here. So what do they do? They legalize marijuana. <laughs> okay, all right. James, James, I have one quick question for you. It, um, is there any chance that you can try to put on a Coppell, Texas, on the list for showings? Because Coppell, Texas, is the home of Team T Force Elite. They're um, they're they most of the, the of the team could consist of minors, people that are under the age of eighteen, and and Coppell Marshall. I mean. Uh, the uh, ATA, um, uh, the ATA, the ATA um, out there, the American Taekwondo Association is extremely big. I can guarantee you um, that there will be at least three, four hundred people in like two days that will be watch, you know going to see that movie. Like what's you the know, Copel, Texas. Well, we're going. Aren't we going like to Beaumont or Houston or we something? We are going to. We are in Texas. Yeah. Oh, cool. A couple of places. Don't know how close that so, is, but yeah, we are. We do have some screenings there. Texas is the home of, of the uh, of the great martial artist. He's young. He's he's up and coming. He's phenomenal. Um, it, uh, Trace Magellis. Okay, um, well, you know I, I'm definitely going to check it out. Coppell, Texas. Yeah. Very, Very cool. cool. And I I hate to break this up, Rusty. You know it's that time. Yeah. Okay. It's, but it's we'll that see, time we thing, had we'll see so you at the much. premiere then. 
Oh my God! This yeah, was you'll see Bob. So James, <laughs> Cynthia. Well, we'll have to come to Seattle. I hope so because yes, I, I hope you do. I can get I a crowd to Seattle. watch them. I love Seattle. Yeah. I love the fruit really? market there. Yeah. It's great. Definitely. Yeah, if you guys are ever in Seattle, I'll uh, hook you guys up, show you guys around. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, again, guys. James, Cynthia, I will see you next week. Okay, sounds okay. good. Thanks. Bye, everybody. everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Rich. Bye-bye now. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Tune in next week, listeners. You can keep track on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.